Good morning and thank you for joining me for today's midweek reflection. I dare say most of us are still even now trying to take in that immense dramatic news from last week of the death of our late Queen Elizabeth. I expect all of us for the rest of our days we'll always always remember just where we were and what we were doing last Thursday evening when we heard the news that the Queen had finally passed away. The vast majority of us have known no other monarch for the whole of our lifetimes. But even those who do perhaps have a distant memory of her father, King George VI, even for them, I think we can say that the late Queen's reign will have dominated the vast majority of their lives. In these days, of course, lots and lots of people have been reflecting on the Queen's long life and on her reign. And throughout all the different memories of her, if there's one theme which seems dominant above all others, it's the theme of service. Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wishes to become great amongst you must be your servant. And of course, all throughout the Gospels, Jesus set the standard of how to live out that life of service. Famously, the Queen, at the age of 21, made a radio broadcast to people all around the Commonwealth. And in that broadcast, she promised that from henceforth, she would put herself at the service of all those people around the world who would one day become her subjects. And whatever else we might say about her life in drain, we can certainly say this, that she remained true to that commitment, to that promise, quite literally up to the day that she died. I expect all of you will have your own favourite images and stories in relation to the Queen's life. But one of the things which most struck me in recent days was an account from a man who I think was a doctor. He was a doctor who spent some time working for aid agencies in Syria and he was based in Aleppo. And in his time there, he witnessed some absolutely appalling, horrific things in that brutal and bloody and violent war in Syria. And he returned home to the UK suffering from terrible post-traumatic stress disorder. And it wasn't very long after he'd returned that he received an invitation to a reception at Buckingham Palace, which was presumably to acknowledge his service in Syria. And when he was there, when he came to actually meet the Queen, he was overwhelmed by his great sense of terrible, terrible anxiety and stress. And it was all he could manage 
to actually not completely burst into tears. And when the Queen started to speak to him, he couldn't, he couldn't do it. He just couldn't manage to find words to communicate. Such was the way that he was suffering at the time. And in her supreme insightfulness and wisdom, apparently the Queen just read the situation perfectly. She understood what was happening. And so what she did was this. She invited in the corgis and one of her staff came in with a big box and she took out this big dog biscuit and broke it in two and gave a bit to the man. And evidently for the next 25 minutes or something, they just sat and talked about the corgis and fed the corgis. And he said that this very simple little act just for a, a little time at least liberated him from his stress, from his suffering, from his anxiety. It's sometimes said that service is love made visible. I think that rather lovely little story is a beautiful example, a tiny example, but a poignant one of love made visible. No doubt in the weeks ahead, there will be much more for us to reflect upon as we give thanks for the life of our late Queen. But for now, let's just say this. May we follow her good example. May she indeed rest in peace and rise in glory. And also, may God save our new King. Our hymn for today is Be Thou My Vision.